Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show, which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. Today, I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States. And with me, I have two guests, and they are... Uh, this is David Pomery, um from Patchmore Games. And this William Soy, uh, also from Patchmore Games. <laughs> Yep, and after this short music break, we'll get into the show. have two little blurbs. Uh, Unity finally reached two million d- developers, so that's pretty that's pretty insane. Because um, just literally a year ago, there were only one million, so over the course of the last year, it's doubled. And uh, they are having some new updates, such as 4.2, which is going to have more water features available for light users. And I didn't read too much into it, but there are some other great additions to the new uh, version. You can check that out uh, at uh, unity3d.com. And then Fran Bow is a upcoming adventure point-and-click game, uh, which is really, really creepy. I played it. <coughs> I played the demo that they have up on their Indiegogo because they are trying to fundraise. I believe it's twenty. Yep, twenty thousand uh, dollars, so they can complete the game over the course of the next six months and be able to, you know, support themselves. So, uh, it's this really creepy point-and-click game about this little girl whose mother has been murdered. And you click on stuff and, you know, collect items like a traditional point-and-click game. You can also take pills to allow you to see this really messed up alternate world where everyone's dead and there's spirits. And it's really weird. There's blood all over the walls. I took me by surprise. So you can go check that out on bulletin.indiefunction.com. Uh, we posted about it. Their Indiegogo uh, has a link there. Uh, and if you can't find that, just Google search friend Bo Indiegogo and you should be able to figure it out. Uh, they are currently sitting at 2000 of their $20,000 goal and they still have 49 days left. Uh, there's some great perks and I highly suggest you go check that out. Alright, and now that we have those two little blurbs on, let's get into our interview. So, with me, I have David and William, and they're from Patronoid Games. They're working on a game called Terraship Tactics, which was recently kickstarted. How did that go? <coughs> it went, uh, went pretty well. Uh, we asked for a target goal of £800. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that is in dollars, but uh, yeah, we were successful. We managed to get 1058 I think. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, well, it, we're kind of like uh, the small spectrum of indie, because mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of like um, uh, a very small project with uh, only a few, like a handful of indie developers. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're chuffed that we managed to get that money, and, uh, yeah, that we get to make uh, Terraship Tactics the game that we want it to be. Sweet. So how many people are on your team to- in total? Uh, in total. 
I'd say roughly about five or six. It kind of changes because uh, we offer a lot of freelance contract work. So okay. basically, um, we tend to pay people for particular like our assets or like sound com- uh, composing and stuff like that. So it, um, we like have a lot of people who work for us and then kind of go when they've done what they need to do. But the core team uh, is mostly just me, William, and someone who isn't here today called Dan. Okay. So what what are your guys' roles? Uh, well, I'm um, I manage more of the business side of things, um, along with the social networking. Uh, William here like uh, does a lot of work on the main programming of the game, um, along with a lot of stuff in uh, networking as well. So it's the multiplayer side of things. Hmm. That's pretty Dan is also a Yeah, Dan uh, also programs. So uh, William, what's been the hardest um, aspect of the game to implement so far? Um, oh, <laughs> um, well, uh, for most of the last year, I've been trying to get the engine to work because we've been uh, writing our own engine for the game, so okay. that in itself was quite um, challenging. <laughs> yeah, writing your own engine is always a pain in the ass. Yeah, we uh, started off with a, a blank slate, basically. So, that's, that's crazy. No, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been rewarding in a lot of sense. Uh, it allows us to do a lot of things that, well, couldn't be done with other engines, do things that our way in particular rather than theirs. But uh, yeah, just take a, a lot of time. So I'm assuming that quite a few of the people listening in today actually probably don't know what exactly um, TerraShift Tactics is. So could uh, you right. give a little blurb on what it is? Yeah, sure. Uh, Terraship Tactics is a turn-based strategy game uh, with a big focus on uh, online multiplayer. So um, this, you... And terrain destruction. Yeah, terrain destruction. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Those who've played uh, Final Fantasy Tactics will be very familiar with this sort of game. Okay. No, sorry. Final, yeah, that's right. Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Um... Except with a, a large focus on destroying the terrain and sort of like molding it to uh, to use tactically against your opponent. And there's also more uh, character customization and stuff as well. Like you get to choose the abilities you bring in your character uh, to suit your own playstyle. Huh. Sweet. <laughs> that was so enthusiastic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that I've always been a fan of the. Final Fantasy Tactic games, so... Um, did, did you guys think that you were going to reach your goal when you started the Kickstarter? Uh, not right at the beginning, it starts off a bit slow after like the first couple of days. Yeah, we, we got like 120 quid after the, in the first day, I think, which, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but over the course of things, it quickly, you know, makes you think, ah, well that number's probably only going to go down from that point onwards, and then, mm-hmm. yeah... Well, I think um, IndieGames.com posted something about you guys, which is probably how I found you. Um, so that probably helped. Oh, really? But I wonder if I've seen that, actually. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> we found uh, quite a, a few interesting websites that actually uh, referenced us. A few forums, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. We're very quickly typing that now. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly hear you type. 
Me, on the other mm -hmm. hand. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I said I can't really hear you guys type, but me, on the other hand. All right, yeah. <laughs> so, you guys have been developing the game for how long now? Um, for roughly a year now. Okay. Yeah. And then how how much longer do you think you guys will be working on it before it's released? Um, well, we have the beta plan for not long, uh, not long to go from now. Hopefully so. Don't go to see The actual release date uh, would be around February. Okay. February next year. So. February yeah. of next year. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's seven months away. Six, seven. <laughs> Sounds like ages at the time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it'll be here before we know it. Then, yep, yes it will. You guys have a Steam Greenlight page, right? Uh, yep, we do. Right. So you still have a bit of time to get up on Greenlight. Uh, what, sorry? I said you guys still have a bit of time to get up there on Greenlight. Yeah, yeah. How's um, that going? Um, well, because I've get, um, we have to outsource our artists, we kind of have to wait for the Kickstarter to finish before we can afford to pay the artists, which meant our artwork is quite... Um, Primitive. Well, yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. so at the moment. And the Greenlight community, they haven't received that too well because it doesn't look too good, but hopefully, once we do get more of the final art in and we update and stuff, uh, it'll pick up again. Hopefully. Yeah, we can definitely... Uh, Put up some links to the Greenlight page to try to get some people to uh, one up it. I I believe I have, but <laughs> Thank I, I Greenlight so awesome. many pages. <laughs> nice. We got some uh, really good feedback from people as well, uh, telling us more about like um, where they think we should go with the idea. Uh, a lot of people said actually, yeah, the idea is really good. It's just we need to develop on it a lot more. So that's kind of where we are at the moment. Just uh, developing it, basically, the contents and artwork. You guys had any other big projects that you've worked on beforehand, or is it just all been small work? Um, yeah, mostly smaller things, really. Uh, my, yeah, mostly um, personal projects that we did, just individually. Uh, yeah, nothing really big, yeah, I okay, think. Because, uh, commercial products that we're working on. Yeah. So, quite a big leap for us. So, how many years have you guys been, you know, developing games? Uh, wow. Um, well, I, I can speak for myself. Um, I started developing, making small little games uh, in Game Maker mm -hmm. um, at about the age of 13. Um, I don't know. Will? What do you... I only really started as I started at uni. Whoa. Whoa, that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess about the third year now um, since uni started. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about Dan. Yeah, I'm not sure about Dan either. <laughs> I wrote down what time that little weird loop happened. That was that was really something else. <laughs> and you guys have some weird vibes to you, like 
well, I don't mean this in a bad way, but, you know, last time we tried doing it, I had computer issues. This time I slept in. Now this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, like, uh, have some, some curse on me? <laughs> <laughs> Must be just bad luck, I guess. Uh, it's all good. It's happening, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, usually Ian's here, but he had some family stuff this weekend, so. <clears throat> um, where's the IRC? Nobody's active in the IRC today. Usually we have around 10 people in there that ask questions and such. Yeah. But it seems to be pretty dead. Probably because we're starting an hour late, but. <laughs> <laughs> So what what originally made you guys get the idea for Terra Shift Tactics? Um, we all came together. We all uh, like strategy games ourselves, so, um, and, well, the project timeline we had uh, wasn't, well, it was about a year and a bit, so we couldn't really do a huge strategy game, and this was, like, the idea that evolved out of uh, what we kind of all wanted to do. Yeah. Okay, I just came together with different ideas and uh, it came from there pretty much. Yeah, we all knew like Terra and Destruction was fun and like turn-based tactic games are pretty cool so we combine it to add a bit of character customization and what can go wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, I, there aren't many uh, strategy games like this out right now, are there? Because I haven't seen a new Final Fantasy Tactics in a few years and no, like, I think the latest that came out was XCOM, probably. I think so. Uh, it could be... Turn-based strategy. There might be some other ones, but that's probably the biggest one that came out recently. That was pretty good. Wasn't that... Or was it last year or earlier this year? Uh, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was late last year. Like, probably around... So are you guys pulling in... Really sure. Oh, sorry. Sorry? Were you, were you saying something? No, 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 it's cool. Oh, okay. Um, are you guys trying to make, you know, your own game, or are you pulling in a lot of influences from your favorite um, turn-based strategies to make a new game? Like, are... I, I think you get what I, the gist of what I'm saying, yeah, but... Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, because uh, not a lot of turn-based strategy game actually has um, turn destruction in it, that in itself makes it quite unique and we've had to design abilities and characters around that and like make it really not just a gimmick but uh, part of the actual gameplay with a destruction and a dynamic landscape uh, so well so it's very much its own game uh, although what you can still like maybe get a few of the other tactic games in it but uh, it's very much its own game not just a rehash of another tactical game Awkward silence. Um, <laughs> I think the connection is a bit bad, actually, so... I'm really surprised that nobody's in the IRC. I'm gonna... Message some people. Try to wake them up. Yeah. Anyone listening? Can... Uh, yeah, I think I'm just about fully awake now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's look at your Twitter. How many followers do you guys have? 
I think roughly around 1,200, I think. Oh, nice. So you do have a pretty good uh, fan base. Um, yeah, we. I think we have quite a, like, um, a small fan base of like dedicated followers, mm -hmm. um, which is good, really. It shows that there are people who are interested in what we do. Uh, and Well, yeah, a lot of that came from my Kickstarter. Oh, okay. People who backed us there, kind of... Some of them moved on to our Facebook page or follows us on Twitter, our forums, etc. So, what were some of the coolest perks of the Kickstarter? Um, there was a tier where you could uh, design your own map for uh, Terrorship Tactics when the game comes out. That would be official, like, uh, go within the official map pool. Um, yeah, um, one of them was the statue. Uh, yeah, we, we had this like a uh, reward thing where um, if you give like fifty pounds, which I don't know how much that is in dollars again, but if you um, if you give that, you can have a graphics artist make a, a statue of you in game. So in one of the maps, there will actually be a statue of you. Trying to hopefully like make that into a game mode where there's like um capture and hold the statue, and so obviously then that person statue would have people carry around and stuff, and it would be pretty cool. Yeah, well that uh, actually sold out. We had a maximum of three of those, and they quickly went. <laughs> I don't know if it's my speakers or what, because it sounds like you're gonna say more, and then. Sounds like we're up. What, sorry? It, it sounds like you guys are about to say a couple more words and then it's nothing and I'm just sitting here like, oh, I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> I don't know, that may be us. Uh, I have no idea. I think there's a bit of a time delay for the voice chat. Yeah, there's a lot of time delay, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Alright, um, Pikmin is chatting and uh, Seleucius is busy. Uh, Pikmin, do you have any questions? Oh yeah, people listening in, uh, you can go to indiefunction.com slash radio and there is a chat right on the page. You can just log in using any username you want and ask us questions and keep David and William twitching in their seats with hard questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, so head over there and get busy. Do you have any Questions, Pikmin? Alright, now I gotta wait. People are tight. Yeah, it would be awesome to hear if anyone does have any questions. So, where do you guys plan to go after you've completed Terror Shift Tactics? Um, I think uh, what we'll end up doing is probably releasing additional content for it. Um, new maps, new characters, new abilities... Um, that sort of thing. Uh, basically, just to keep the community alive. Um, yeah, and just we're still uh, like we've designed a few more classes uh, for the game that we uh, can't actually afford to put into the game yet. But like as time goes on, uh, after we release the game, hopefully um, we'll be able to get more funding and stuff, and like maybe add them into the game as like uh, classes you can either unlock in the game itself, or um, well, we'll see how we can add it into the game. Yeah, what classes are in the game so far? We've designed nine. Yeah, we have uh, 
like a tank-like class. We have a sniper-like class. There's a class that builds drones. There's a class that's like a, a stealth class. Um, there's a teleporting class. There's a class that uh, was in there creates lava. Yeah, the lava. Uh, one of his abilities is uh, self-destruct, like, we use it, and then after a uh, turn, the uh, next time it goes to his turn, he'll blow up and, like, leave a large crater in the map, which will actually uh, blow up part of the map and, like, uh, fill it with lava. So that could be pretty devastating. And, like, we have another class, which is um, uh, uh, basically a scientist with, like, a gigantic acid tank behind him. He can spray acid at people, but he can also do things like... Um, use a pressurised acid tank as a jetpack and jump around the map, leaving pools of acid everywhere, which obviously, because um, our uh, landscape and uh, environment is dynamic, the acid will flow around, like, uh, flow down hills and stuff, and, like, basically burn people. Yeah, 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 if you, like, touch acid, you die instantly. Um, if you touch, wait, that's acid. If you touch, yeah, if you touch lava, you die instantly. If you touch acid, um, you take damage and stuff like this, so... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff that different character classes do. You've never heard of any of those any of those abilities in a tactics game before. So you guys are definitely <laughs> taking it to the next level. I like that. Awesome, cool. Yeah, like more standard abilities as well. Like yeah, you can shoot someone with a sniper. <laughs> yeah, we 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 kind of went with the idea that we don't want these abilities to be generic, and we don't want them to always be very oh they are used for this reason. We want to make it so that, um, I mean, like, we, were, we went with the idea that we wouldn't have a standard heal. We'd have a healing, like, a, a character that can heal. But um, the way they do that isn't quite, you know, you just go up to someone and you heal them. Rather, there are consequences and different ways to do it. And you can use a lot of abilities either aggressively or defensively. So it kind of, like, opens up different tactics for you to choose how to use this. Yeah, it sounds a lot more complex than it looked in the video. <laughs> yeah, we've, um... We've got like so much designed and so much program now. It's actually just kind of getting around to getting artwork done for characters so that we can actually show more characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, guys, do you guys have a YouTube that you upload videos? Yeah, from? we have a, a YouTube channel. Um, yes, it's literally just YouTube slash Patchmore Games. Uh, simple's best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but today we've just um, created a playlist uh, that shows some of the new uh, character art and animation we've just uh, finished up uh, with our artists. I think it's uh, the tank class and the um, sniper class. Yeah. Well, it's not all the animations, so it's just a few of them. Just, uh, just a few uh, quick previews that uh, you can check out on our YouTube channel. Sweet. I'll have to do that after the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, so have you guys had any other interviews with anyone, or is your first? Uh... He kind of not for the same reason that this was this is though. Mm-hmm. Like we've had people approach us who wanted to work with us, um, either for like uh, promoting things or just working like as artists or doing other stuff like that. Um, not as in a kind of like a, a radio show sort of interview thing. Mm-hmm. Not like kind of like that. Nothing that was broadcasted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually is pretty interesting sometimes we get so off topic on here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i imagine that's the case yeah i think it was either with steve swink or kyle pulver we started talking about education 
like in schools and all this <laughs> crazy stuff. Well, I guess it makes it more entertaining. Well, actually, I guess that depends on what you talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what, let's let's try getting into the top, off topic. What what do you what do you do besides game development, uh, David? <laughs> Like, what are, what are your hobbies and such? Oh, wow. Well, my hobbies? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's pretty deep. Um, deep. Um, I don't know. I, I like philosophy a bit. Well, quite a bit, actually. So that's kind of like uh, what I go into. Um, I know Will likes his uh, real-time strategy games quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's quite a big StarCraft II fan. Never got into that. Really? Uh, he's, he's been trying to get me into it for a long time. I just don't have the time. Yeah, that's kind of why I can't really get into it much, to be fair. Yeah, well, same, I haven't played it for quite a bit, so I just got to say it's no time. But uh, Company of Heroes 2, that recently came out, been spending a bit of time on that, that's pretty fun. So, hmm. Oh, I thought somebody had entered the chat. <laughs> you <It's> guys! <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's really quiet there. Is there a zombie apocalypse going on outside that I don't know about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, in the UK, it's normally crap weather all the time, but uh, it's like a heat wave right now. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're actually in a our work office. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, how old are you two? All right, uh, twenty-one. Yeah, we're twenty-one. Twenty-one. Right. No offense, but I thought you were like maybe eighteen, nineteen. From your picture. Uh, no, I mean, I'm pretty. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure we both look really young. I mean, um, some of the people on the uh, green light actually said, uh, "Yeah, it's quite obvious you guys are very young." And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. But we got a lot of support from people who support the idea of young developers trying to, you know, do their dream and make a uh, make a really awesome game. Mm-hmm. You can never start too young. Yeah. True. Younger the better. Yeah, I remember back when I would use Game Maker, there'd be tons of like fourteen-year-old developers making these crazy games, and it's like, yeah, oh my god, uh, I absolutely loved Game Maker. I'm, uh, yeah, I actually met one of the guys um, who works uh, for YoYo Games. Mm-hmm. I met him in Scotland in uh, Dundee, and that was oh, wow. that was really awesome to get a chance to talk to one of the people who uh, helped develop it. I think so. That was that was really awesome. Now, who did you meet? Do you remember? Oh, I honestly can't remember his name. I just remember um, we we were there for like a business course, basically, because we went to uh, you know um, have you heard of something called Dare to Be Digital? Yep. All right. Okay. Well, there's like a something else they do at the same time called Dare Plus. Okay. I don't know. You might want to Google this or something, but um, basically, we we did that last year. Um, and it's like a business course that lasts for like a month. Oh. And um, we had like uh, we had to do presentations and stuff to like uh, people who were in the games industry. Uh, one of the people I had to give um, a presentation to was one of these guys who worked for Yo Yo Games. 
And, you know, I was kind of like really hyped about the fact that this guy, you know, worked on one of the things I absolutely loved as a child. So, yeah, I had a chat with him after and I was like, you know, oh, you make Game Maker or you help make it. That's awesome. I'm a massive fan. And yeah. <laughs> and a little fangirl moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I talked to uh, Sandy Duncan a couple times. Oh, Sandy Duncan. Awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's always a blast talking to those guys. They're super friendly. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's there's uh, Russell K, and then there's also Mike Daly. Were they? Was it either one of those two? Do you think? Uh, I really can't remember. I'm afraid. I th- I'm pretty sure I got a business card from the guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have no idea where I put it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I may have to go search that out. Yeah, Mike Daly. He he doesn't like me. Story <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>, then. <laughs> yeah, I tried adding him on Skype years ago. <laughs> didn't, didn't go down too well. Who are you? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> so how how often do you guys go to uh, conferences and uh, places to show your games? Oh, um, when we can, it's kind of how I see it in my mind. We haven't been lately, mostly because we've been so busy with things like Kickstarter, uh, getting uh, the content we need for our game, uh, Greenlight. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to find time to do it. I mean, um, even going to Dare for a month was like a big call for us because obviously we can't work as well as we usually would if we're, you know, busy doing all this uh, business stuff in Scotland. Uh, but yeah, we've uh, we went to... Oh, how do you how do you pronounce it? Card Hall. It's like a this hall in um in Dundee in Scotland, and uh, it was like uh, for the dead to be digital people, and they had like a place for the dead plus people as well, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to be there with our own stall and stuff like that, uh, showcasing our game to the general public, which was awesome. Yeah, got quiet again. Ah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, we, we went to a few other places, not really to have, like, to show our game, but really to go look at some people that we're familiar with, mm-hmm. like, um, some of the people from Dare Be Digital, uh, we kind of, like, bumped into them at other places, like, one of them was in Manchester, um, but yeah, mostly we spent our time, um, just actually on developments rather than going around, uh, the game conferences and stuff like that. Might go to a few more when we do launch, though. After we do launch, we probably have a bit more time, and we might go. Yeah. Do you think you'll just stay in the Europe region, or do you ever see yourself coming over to the US? Uh, going over to the US would be awesome. Um, I know that quite a lot of people in the US uh, are quite familiar with games like Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that. Um, so it would be awesome to go over there. Um, it's probably a bit cost- costly, though. Well, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Indie developers. Yeah, indie developers, yeah. We have no money whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, if we ever got the chance, that would be awesome, but, yeah. Alright, um, trying to think about February. That's, that's still quite a bit away. Um, it is, yeah. I believe... The new Final Fantasy is coming out in February. 
Yeah. <laughs> but you see, uh, myself, I've never actually been much of a fan of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I tried. I tried something like the classics. Like was it Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, and Nine? I think I tried. PS One. On the PlayStation One. Yeah, PlayStation One. Yeah. yeah those are them. Uh, never was much of a fan though. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I personally like the um, the tactic versions of their games. I mm-hmm. thought they were well more fun than the actual Final Fantasy yeah. games. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know the advanced tactics on the Game Boy. I think it was Game Boy Advance. Probably. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, we were both fans of uh, Advance Wars. I don't know if you've played that. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, that's a pretty awesome turn-based game. Um, but yeah, we kind of draw our inspiration from games like this. Kind of. And other influences as well. <laughs> yeah, any strategy games that we uh, we think are pretty awesome. So going back to the whole February thing, I was just trying to think of what else was on my calendar that month, because that sounds like all that's really there. <laughs> I don't know, it's, you know, it's like seven months out. Yeah. So do you guys think you're going to hit your goal of February? Hit it by February. Yeah, I'm fairly confident we will. Um, judging from the amount of progress that we've been making, yeah, I'm quite confident we will. Is anybody in the IRC yet? No, no one I'm just going to go jump into random places on the internet and be like, come to our IRC, ask us questions. <laughs> Tell us about life. <laughs> I don't know. That's games are quite niche. Like, like... Yeah. It's not, well, I don't know. They're not, they're not that niche, but they're pretty niche. Just about sense. any genre is pretty niche now. Uh, I don't know. FPS if, seems uh, a bit crazy these days. If I have a new Call of Duty coming out every year. Oh, niche. Oops. I was thinking of cliche. <laughs> thinking of what? Sorry. I think I was thinking of cliche. Oh, no, right, cliche. Oh, the, right. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word either. Been out of school for too long. It's a month and a half has rotted my brain out. <laughs> yeah, so did you guys go to uni or anything? Yeah, uh, we go to Staffordshire University uh, in the UK. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we still uh, got to complete our final year next year for uni. Yep. You guys aren't even finished yet. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of reinforces the whole we're pretty young kind of thing. Yeah, did you guys take a year off to work on Terra Shift Tactics then, or are you still working? Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, we basically became self-employed, um, which is something our university lets us do. So basically for a year, we set up our own company, which is Patrona Games Limited. And yeah, we decided to make a game. Uh, and see if we could sell it commercially. 
Uh, and we're coming roughly near the end of that. I mean, like I say, we, I think it will be done by February next year. Um, but we're kind of hoping at some point it will get to the fact that we've done all the programming mm-hmm. and it's mostly just things like uh, waiting for content from artists and things like that. And then uh, the whole game is completely finished. What do you usually look for artists and people to contribute assets? Um, well, um, yeah, the most common one really is the university itself, because as you can imagine, there are quite a lot of people who are graphics artists who work at the university um, that are looking for uh, like work experience. Mm-hmm. So we can um, kind of like nab them like very cheaply. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, uh, normally, I mean, it, it ranges really. I mean, uh, we've, we've got a few people who work for us simply because of Twitter, uh, voice actors and sound composers actually come quite easy from Twitter. Uh, and once again, quite cheaply as well. <laughs> um, and then there's Elance, which is like a website basically for, uh, for freelancing people. Yep. We've used that a few times as well. Yeah, I've used some similar sites like, uh, Odesk. And uh, that sounds I'm, familiar, yeah. I'm trying to remember the other one, but it's probably Elance or something like that. Yeah. So, do you have any, um, I'm not sure if classmates is the right word, but do you have any other people at the uh, university that you think are going to, you know, make it big or anything? Hmm. Oh, wait. Well, one particular group comes to mind. Well, the games they were they actually won the Dead to be Digital uh, 2012. Like they won the competition, and I think they're doing quite well. They're working on a game. Well, the life of me, I can't remember. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, they're from Staffordshire as well, and they're from this uni. And yeah, they're called Raptor Games. Uh, check them out, really. <laughs> they were called Raptor Games. If if they're not, they've changed their name. But um, yeah, they they're quite likely to win it big. They did a lot of stuff with um, what's the name? What's the name of that technology? Yeah, Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift. Yeah, they Ooh. they did stuff with that. Um, so they tested that. I mean, this was like ages. Well, yeah, a year ago. Um, so yeah, early, to do stuff that? with that was uh, quite awesome, really. Yes. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, Raptor Games. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my mic- microphone cut out for a second. I probably screwed up something in my sound settings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to reset that all later. I have this program that resets it to how it was because I have screwed it up a few times. Um, so, what do you guys think of the Oculus Rift? Uh, uh, I'm not a fan, personally. I'm, I'm not, mm, I'm, I'm the type of guy that doesn't really like Connect either, really, mm-hmm. and, and similar things, like the, the PlayStation Move, I think, is the other one. It's just, um, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of having to use technology that, well, I, I can't, it makes me do something that's a you know, be more than I actually want to do. <laughs> I'd rather just press a button and get up and wave my arm or whatever. 
Uh, and also, I think it makes people look pretty silly. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I always saw this. Like, you know, when the uh, Nintendo Wii came out, I mean, you go into like a, a game shop or, or some game equivalent, and uh, you just see people like just dancing around with this, you know, and seem like oblivious as to how like really daft they look. Um, and you know, I don't know, just, just things like that. I I kind of have a, uh, I don't really see the value in really go back to the old controller, in my opinion. Personally, I think they're quite cool. <laughs> I, I think it's really awesome. I mean, from the sound of things, the Oculus Rift, well, it sounds like it's like we are done right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if they can do it right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm hoping Connect 2. Um, I mean, I, I don't like the delay between, you, you know, you, you move your arm and then there's like half a second and then the, the guy on screen does it. Like, it, it just ruins the immersion for me. But if Connect 2 can fix that and actually, you know, make it kind of like lag-free and, it, you know, it retains its immersion, then yeah, sure, I might give it a go. But I don't know. If VR has the same kind of issues, then yeah, I think I'll just pass, really. It all matters if, you know, the how long it takes the Connect to send the information to the government and then get it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're really improving that, though. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it only takes half a second now. It's awesome. <laughs> User is moving arm upwards. No armed <laughs> weapons in the room. No bombs, anything. All right. You move your arm now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's my opinion anyway. Um, what was I going to say about the Oculus Rift? Oh, yeah. I read this article the other day, and... Apparently, there is a huge number of erotic games coming out of the Oculus Rift. Really? I think oh, that's crap, just yeah. I mean, stupid. yeah, if you think about it, that's the kind of thing that would happen. You know, I mean, VR, what's the first thing that would be used for? I mean, it, you know, if you stop and think about it, it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. happen, but <laughs> at the launch, you know, it almost sounds like that's what it's going to be. Yeah, no oh, did you, asked. um, there was like a phenomenon, phenomenon? I don't know how you pronounce it, um, this phenomenon with uh, the Xbox 360, when they started to have, you know, video cameras, they made like a video camera for the Xbox 360, it's like a webcam, you plug it in and, mm-hmm. you know, you can start doing video chats with people, well, um, there were some very, like, really, um, the first games that kind of came out with this technology in mind, I think one of them was, uh, what was it called, Uno, okay. and it was this game you could get from, um, uh, in the arcade or something like that, arcade games, um, and what people used it for was not actually playing Uno. It was basically just a way of doing really dodgy, yeah, chat roulette basically, <laughs> with um, really dodgy people doing dodgy things on the on the webcam late at night. Uh... Yeah, it was it was really well known. Um, this is what people were using it for basically. I don't know. I've never gotten the point of that, because, like, if you go on chat roulette, it's always guys, too. It's like, if yeah, you yeah. were to go on there... Like, it's, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you'll have somewhat like a 50-50, if you're lucky, chance of, like, seeing something that you'd like to see. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, more like 80-20 or something. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I really don't see the point of those things. I guess, kind of like... Sad people who don't have much else to do, but I don't know, take yeah. those odds and uh, 
Hope I see something, I guess. Yep. I... I can't imagine being that desperate. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to any listeners who chat roulette frequently. <laughs> I yeah. don't mean to offend you. <laughs> this is a bit where everyone leaves the chat room, and it's like, ah. Uh... <laughs> yep, internet just shuts down. <laughs> Alright, so... Let's see what else could we talk about... I don't know, do you have any little secret things about Terror Shift Tactics that you haven't told anyone else yet? Ooh. Secret things. Secret. It doesn't work yet. Secret things. Um, I don't know, I think uh, we haven't really elaborated much on character uh, profiles and stuff like that. I mean, we kind of have to give like a profile to each character class that we make to kind of like give it more more life and you know we have to plan out the, the voice acting for each character um yeah which requires us to make yeah like a what's it now profile bios uh, i don't know yeah uh we haven't really talked about that much um other than that uh i'm trying to think i mean we've had like a, a whole load of hilarious like bugs in the game <laughs> That, uh, I mean, some of them we actually put on our uh, YouTube channel, like uh, basically just to say, look how hilarious this is. <laughs> uh, they actually tend to, yeah, they tend to be quite popular compared to our other uh, videos. But um, yeah, I don't know. Can you think of any will or secrets in that game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can't tell you that. It's it's too secret. <laughs> too secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, um, yeah, we we made our game connect to um, like a SQL database, basically, and on this database, it, it has every like all the information that the game needs, like all the variables to the game. Mm-hmm. So what this allows us to do is it allows us to change this information, and people who you know next go on our game, they'll update, they'll get this information, and they won't actually need to download any patches. Which is uh like really awesome and really convenient for the user. Create an account with a username default at the moment. It'll just basically create a default account for you, which has everything in the game unlocked. Just fucking purpose at the moment. So we should remove that when the game goes. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a few people, you know, just getting our game and being like, I wonder if I remove that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um. Ah, I keep forgetting what I'm going to say. This is terrible. <laughs> I've only been doing the radio for, you know, two years. Be able to figure this out by now. Um. Oh, yeah. You guys should add a DLC where it's a bug mode. And basically all the bugs in the game just happen. <laughs> uh, that'd be um, yeah, that'd be really fun actually. Um, we have some pretty hilarious bugs. Um, one of them is um, what was it now? It creates like a like a kind of swarm of trees or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there was there used to be ability that meant you create a pool of water on the map, 
like so you could use it to drown people or like put out fire like just generally have some water on the map but um instead of water for some reason the engine decided to take trees instead so you just have a random forest okay out of nowhere <laughs> yeah it was it's pretty weird it would like stack up on itself as well so basically you'd end up with like um kind of like a, a huge i don't know like jack what's it what's the yeah what's the what's that nursery thing Oh, that's it, yeah, the big bean oops sorry, big beanstalk tree thing. Hmm. And it kinda of like that. That's yeah. super weird bug. Yeah. I found a bug in the game the other day. Like right yeah, when I started, there are quite a few. Right um, when I started playing and I was like ah. <laughs> you know, I'm playing the demo, I'm like, do I really want to put fifteen dollars into this if there's a bug like second level? <laughs> No, no, it was a different game. Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah, there's, there's an enemy, and it got stuck in a door, and I couldn't attack it. And I couldn't, you know, move on. It's like, uh, what do, what do, what do I do here? <laughs> yeah. So, how, how many of the assets do you guys have so far, like, estimate, percentage? Well, that's fine though. Probably one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a lot of final things in the game, like art-wise. Um. Well, we have the. Music. For, well, yeah, the music's um basically done. Voice acting. Um, we've got one character's fully done. Um. In terms of character artwork, we have the first two characters done. The third one's about to be done. Um, in terms of actual, like, uh, what would you call it, landscape artwork, mm -hmm. we have, ooh, I'd roughly say about 10% done. Okay. So, yeah. Ten percent. You guys have a long ways to go. Kind of. Um, it's it's not really, there are reasons as to why that's the case. It's well. Like you would say it more like that, and then you guys said it 
just slightly like that one time. Like, uh, I thought you meant the, like the number three. I thought that's. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, that's, right. that's okay. what I am talking about. The number three. Wait, do you mean the number or the word three? The the number three. Oh, oh the okay. number three. Wait, okay. Okay, so it's not the three number three. No. I, I, no, I, I think what he means is the number three, yeah. and some people make it sound like three. The other three. Right. <laughs> I think that's what you mean. Is that what you mean, Brett, or is that? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Okay. Three. I don't know. Three. See now I'm hearing sure. it now. I mean, that sounds like free to me. I don't know. Um, I get told by uh quite a lot of Americans that um we sound Australian. I can kind of see that. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people confuse us for Australians for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Australians, yeah. It's slightly British. It's re- only like a tad bit. Well, yeah, Australians came from the that region, so a lot of them yep. probably sound quite a bit That's British. That's right. So. That's good history, that is. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, New Zealand, New Zealanders, they have like the coolest accent. It's a mix of Australian, um, British, and like I hear a little bit of American in there, and it's just this weird, <laughs> weird accent. Uh, that sounds pretty awesome, to be fair. I don't know, I don't think I've actually heard a New Zealander. Is that what you refer to them as, a New Zealander? Uh, they refer to themselves as Kiwis, but yeah. Really? Yeah. I have never heard that before. I don't know, is that because like, the Kiwi come from there? Or wait, 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 the Kiwi? Nah, they... Uh, they kiwi. They get mad if you call the fruit kiwi because it's kiwi oh, fruit. Oh, kiwi! Oh, okay. like like um, the bird, the kiwi. I think that's oh, what right, they reference. They burnt the kiwi. No, I burnt. Me, this is getting weirder by the second. All right. I always thought it was a fruit kiwi. Well, I don't know what you're saying. You're saying kiwi. Like I don't. All right. Just what they refer to themselves as. I've always thought they refer to themselves as the fruit. Stick to programming well. Right now. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go tell them to listen in. Nah, it's it's about <laughs> seven a.m. where they are. So uh. seven eight. Yeah. No, I don't know. They they have daylight savings time, the opposite of us, since they're on the southern hemisphere. So their time zones confuse the hell out of me. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's eight p.m. here now. Oh jeez. Probably let you guys go pretty soon here, then. Fair enough. Alright. So, nobody came into the IRC. That makes <laughs> me sad. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to mention before we have... Um, <clears throat> I guess, uh, just, yeah, check out our, um, our YouTube channel. Um, um... Well, like, um, we've written up some description of our classes and the abilities in our forum, which is, like, uh, we talked about a few of abilities earlier, but 
if you want uh, to see more in-depth about the characters, it's <coughs> there in our forums. Uh, yeah, can I post a link in the IRC? Oh, yeah, you yes. can post a link there. Awesome, right. Give me a second. No, absolutely not. I will ban you if you post a link there. Joke. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, just give me a second. Alright, awesome. Posting a link. Uh, just... Can you post a Zelda too? Uh, hang on a sec. Oh, wait, we should do it to news, because news is where we actually link to them, isn't it? Yeah, I'll do it to here. <clears throat> one second. Right. Um, yeah, this is just a link to uh, one of the posts in our forum, where we actually show uh, the different character classes. Alright, I will check that it's out. It's not all of them, actually. It's actually only six of them out of the nine. Um, but we could like give a, a description about what they do, the abilities that they have, and their main role within our game. Alright. Uh, the Checking the the names. <laughs> yeah, we uh, need to name them at the moment. The tank. The tank, yeah. Yeah. Five abilities to choose character can choose to take. Ooh, grappling hook. Can attach on enemy characters. Sweet. Yeah, I'm definitely going to read through all these. Nice, awesome. Yeah, uh, love the great one. We'd love to hear your suggestions, or anyone else who may be listening. Their suggestions would be awesome too. Yeah, we always get a good amount of people to listen to the archive version of the show. So, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was uh, great having you guys on the show, and uh, thanks again for coming. And sorry for the problems last time and me sleeping in this time, so... <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we're glad we could be here. It was awesome. Alright. Well, uh, we are going to do the credit music, and then we'll do the credits. Thank you. Cool. Thanks. Right. Bye. Bye. Catch you later. Thanks again for listening to broadcast number 38 of Indie Function Radio. Uh, this broadcast was broadcast live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Audacity. All music was found on Newgrounds coming from Nemesis 3 and 3 Clicks Full. Thank you again for listening in. We hope to have you be a part of the next broadcast, which will be on, let's see here, uh, July 27th, 2013. <laughs> Alright, uh, listen to that if you like our podcast course and the next um issue of indie power magazine will be released next weekend on july 20th uh it's issue number one the first official issue the issue that we did release was more of a beta just kind of see if we could do it uh see how the magazine turns out get feedback all that great stuff before we actually start making the official magazine and uh we got some great feedback so we're definitely going to keep it up uh, right now, it's mostly just me, although we do have a few smaller writers that contribute an article or two, um, an issue, which is great. But if anybody else would like to join the team, 
uh, become a magazine writer, uh, just go to the Indie Function site, go to IndieFunction.com slash hiring, and uh, you can put in a request there, or you can send me an email at brett at IndiePowerMag.com, and we'll get you on. So uh, thanks again for everyone who listened in, and we'll catch you next week.